Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The idea for today's podcast came from a comment someone left on my YouTube channel. Um, this person was from Poland, but they didn't give their name. But anyway, I'm sure you know who you are, so thank you for your comment. Uh, anyway, I was asked how long I have been studying Japanese for, and I gave a very quick answer. That wasn't really the full answer, because the full answer takes a long time. Um, but I thought perhaps it's interesting. It's interesting to give the full answer because I'm not sure I've ever given it before on this podcast and we're all studying languages here so perhaps this story is interesting to you. I have with me, I have in my hand at the moment, I don't know, can you hear it? What's this? That's, that's the sound of a book. Um, I have this tiny dictionary Oxford Japanese mini dictionary it's called and I think this is the thir the first thing I bought when I want when I decided I'm going to study Japanese or I'm going to learn about Japanese um, <clears throat> I didn't really know what studying was back then unfortunately uh, so I think I bought this maybe this was the first thing the second thing I bought was um, a book called Teach Yourself Japanese. That's only good. That's what I was going to do. I decided I didn't want classes. Um, and it was quite thin. Um, but I thought, okay, I've got a dictionary. I've got a book that says I can teach myself Japanese. So by the time I finish this book, that's it. You know, I've <clears throat> I'll have enough ability to, um, I don't know, read books or something. And then I can just do the rest myself. 
uh, that was my plan. I mean, the book was called Teach Yourself Japanese. It didn't say, it wasn't called uh, Teach Yourself a little tiny bit of Japanese. No, no, no. This was Japanese. Um, all of it, or so I thought. So in the beginning, things went quite well. Um, I read the book. I learned a little bit about the language. I learned, I don't know, maybe a hundred words or something. Um, the whole book didn't use any Japanese alphabets. It was all in the English alphabet. Um, and I think, I think it took me quite a long time to get through it, actually. I think I was taking it slowly and just doing a bit every now and again. I wasn't, I wasn't doing it that seriously. Um, just, just whenever I found myself interested. Um, I think there was also an audio, maybe there was an audio CD. I think I remember something about audio and listening to something. I don't know. Um, and uh, yes, I got to the end. I got to the end of this book. And I thought, I don't know Japanese. <laughs> I can't, I can't say anything. I can't understand anything that's being said. I can't read anything. What on earth do I do now? Um, I just didn't know. So, <clears throat> I should explain that I, this book I bought, I must have bought, I, I bought it when I was in university. I remember being in university, going down to a bookstore in the town my university was in, uh, one day with a friend, and I bought this book. And that was, that was over ten years ago. So, maybe some people say, or some people would say, I've been studying Japanese for over 10 years. I would disagree. I don't think that's true at all. I think maybe I started um, 10 years ago, but after finishing that book, after not what, knowing what to do, I stopped. And then since that point in time, I just spent a long time trying something, failing, trying, failing, trying, failing, again and again. So I listened to this podcast that was meant to be for people studying Japanese or something. I tried it for about, I don't know, a week, maybe two weeks. And I thought, this isn't working. I'll give up on that. Um, and then like uh, a month would pass, half a year would pass, a year would pass. And I'd think, mm, then I'd find something else. I'd just stumble upon something. I'd just discover it by chance, by accident. And I think, ooh, okay, I'll try this. I remember there was some software, um, what was it called, Rosetta Stone. I tried that for a while. No, this isn't working, give up for another, you know, two years, whatever, who knows. <laughs> then I found something else. Um, and I thought, ooh, maybe, maybe if I use this, then I can learn Japanese. And what was that? Um, it was this audio CD called Pimsleur. And that was meant to teach you Japanese. And I tried it, and I think I, I almost got to the end, and, you know, it was very, very short. There was nothing in it, really, just a few CDs or something. And I thought, no, that doesn't work. Um, I'll give up. So I kept, st I started studying, and I found it wasn't really working for me, and then I quit. And I did this lots of times. And in between those times, there was a lot of time just spent doing nothing, not studying at all. So if I add up all the time I spent 
on little bits of study in the beginning and I cut out all of the years I wasn't studying. I don't know, maybe I studied for a month. I almost, I put, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> There's no other way of explaining it. Um, it is, it's pretty bad. But I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to study a language back then. And it wasn't till many, many years after, like I think 10 years after I bought this book, this this dictionary, the first book I bought, um, that I really started to understand how to study a language. So one day I thought, this, you know, this Japanese study, it's just not working. I've got two choices. I can either just give up now and just never, never do anything with it again, or I'm just going to give it everything I've got, you know, really, really go for it. Because at this point, I almost, I think I had no Japanese ability, really. Um, I couldn't really read anything. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't listen to anything. <laughs> Um, because I hadn't, I hadn't really been studying, you know, I'd looked at a book when I felt like it, um, I'd listened to an audio thing, I'd tried some software, and yeah, I, I didn't get into a routine, and I wasn't properly studying then. Um, anyway, I decided to give it everything, you know, really go for it, and that's when I started immersing myself in a language, that's when I started listening to podcasts every single day, um, reading every single day, studying vocabulary every single day. And um, I did that for about two whole years. Really, just really went at it. I mean, the minimum I would study in a day is four hours. The maximum could have been eight hours. I was really pushing myself then. And I learned a lot in a small amount of time. I learned more in those two years than I'd ever learned in a month, in a week um, before before um, I started this uh, intense studying. So what had happened that was so different um, this time? I think the first time I tried to study the language, you know, it was 10 years ago or more when I bought this dictionary, I didn't know how to study a language. I had no clue. I, I, I honestly believed I could buy this dictionary on one book and that was it. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time not knowing what to do and giving up. For some reason, I didn't, I didn't bother to search on the internet, how do you study a language? That idea never came to me. Um, even when I bought a real textbook, later on, like the kind of textbook that you would loo yeah, lose, that, that you would use uh, in a classroom. Uh, I remember like looking at it and then doing a bit of the, the lessons uh, and then being really bored and then um, not using it for like a whole month and then trying it again and then being really bored and then just giving up. So it wasn't study, it was, there was no routine. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know that you had to study every single day, really, almost every single day to see results. I didn't know the amount of effort that you have to put into studying a language. I, I was completely 
clueless. I had no idea. Okay, I'm going to leave it there for today. I'm going to stop talking about this subject because I have quite a lot more to say and this is going to need a part two. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to part one and uh, I'll see you in part two. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.